passengers, may I have your attention, please? Take your seats and secure your seatbelt. The ride you're about to take will be unlike anything you've ever experienced before. They are the mics on mics, and this is Drive-By. Welcome, welcome. I'm Mike J. My guest will be here shortly. A little bit of a switch up to our recording, our platform, as, again, real life sometimes just makes these things what we have to do. And Mike and I cannot hook up. Might be like this for a week or two or three, maybe four. We'll see. Um, but we're going to do our best to bring you something to fill that wrestling need you have from Drive by Wrestling. What I'm going to do this week is just briefly talk a little bit about WWE WrestleMania Backlash. I hate that they put WrestleMania in front of it. Backlash is fine. We understand what it refers to. We get it. Uh, a card that was a lot of WrestleMania rematches. A card that a lot of people were saying sucked. It was not a good or intriguing card on paper. I disagree uh, on paper. I thought it looked decent. Not like a knockout, but decent. But once again, I don't know if it's the lowering of expectations or just the fact that this is kind of what WWE does. They might not knock every show out of the park on through the week. But more often than not, the pay-per-views or the PLEs, premium live events people, they're no longer pay-per-views, they deliver. They are entertaining. They're fun to watch. The matches, there's, there's good matches. Again, not every single one knocks it out of the park. But more often than not, the pay-per-views that WWE puts on, the PLEs, are enjoyable. And this is one of them, man. Uh, you know... Seth and Cody, I mean, for me, they just have amazing chemistry. Uh, the match was fun. The way it finished the roll-up with the tights that Seth tried to pull the tights at Cody. Cody was able to reverse it, and then Cody pulled the tights to get the win. Yes, he's a baby face, um, but turnabout fair play. Cody walking out saying that we're done, I'm done with you, and then later on saying that he's going to move on, he doesn't have anything left to prove, he's beaten Seth twice. Of course, we all know as wrestling fans, well, this win's going to piss Seth off, especially the way that it happened. But this kind of adds more fuel to the, let's keep this going. And then, of course, Monday night, Cody, since his return, Getting a title shot, baby. Going after the U.S. champ theory. And gets that shot. They advertise heavily that it's going to be at the 10 o'clock hour. They have what was a really good TV match which, that was ended by Seth interfering. Giving Cody a stomp on the announce table. And telling Cody, you don't deserve this. This isn't, you're never going to. Get something like this, blah, blah, blah. Essentially, in my opinion, setting up for a Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes 
three at Hell in a Cell in Hell in a Cell, which I think is pretty freaking cool. Also, WrestleMania Backlash, we got a new SmackDown Women's Champion. Ronda Rousey defeats Charlotte and quote-unquote breaks her arm. Becomes the new SmackDown Women's Champion in a match that, in my opinion, I didn't hate their match at WrestleMania. I know some people did not like it, thought it was, hated it, or thought it was bad. I definitely didn't think it was bad. I didn't think it was great. This one was better, man. This was a better match. The stipulation worked. Uh, they seem to work better together. I, I don't know if it's just getting used to each other again or just the style of the stipulation that made it all seem to flow better, but it worked. It really worked. And Ronda's the champ. Charlotte's going to be out for a little bit, uh, it seems, which I think is good. Charlotte's one of those talents where I think, especially at this point in her career where we've talked Y'all are going to be upset when she don't wrestle anymore. And you're like, man, I should have appreciated her when we had her. Mike and I tell you that all the time. And it's at least we both, I can speak for him. We both still stand by that. But here's the thing. I also think with the hate that she gets from fans, she's probably the type that can benefit from going away more often than others and just being off TV for a few weeks at a time after being on TV for a long stretch. And so we broke her arm. I think this works out. This works out well. It opens up a lot of opportunity on the SmackDown side uh, for the women. So that's good. And again, good match. Six-man tag. Uh, we didn't get the unification, but we got the Raw Tag Team Champions. RK Bro teaming with Drew McIntyre to take on Roman and the Bloodline. I mean, have to be setting up another shot uh, at Roman for Drew, right? I mean, it's the only thing that makes sense. Another shot at the title for Drew. Bloodline's, uh, you know, victorious, but that's okay. Uh, this was fun. This is a fun, fun, fun match. Um, getting heavy praise, which, let's be honest, sometimes tag team wrestling in WWE does not get praise. It gets done a lot. It gets done right a lot more often now, but still, there are times where it doesn't get the shine that it should and this is a six-man tag which is sometimes even harder but man they they did this one the right way it worked out i enjoyed it um i enjoyed everything that they did now all that being said i want to talk a little bit about roman reigns and yes roman reigns has apparently signed a new contract he had mentioned something at the past weekend's paper, re or I'm sorry, uh, live event, that he was thanking the crowd, basically saying that with new steps taking in his career, he might not get to this town very often or at all. And this led to a lot of speculation, like what's going on? What is he talking about? And then about a day later, maybe two days later, it kind of breaks that, yeah, Roman... Uh, just recently signed a new contract and essentially from what it sounds he's gonna be at a lot less live events probably particularly in smaller markets but you know not exactly like a brock contract but close to brock i've been told by sources <laughs> i love saying that that yeah he's he's getting paid and this is a good yeah he's getting paid and this is a good move 
we make money. This is going to benefit him. I'm all for that. He's become a star. He's become what we always wanted him to become. What Vince always wanted him to become. And I mean, I'm not going to be begrudge the man for doing what we all want to do. Make a lot of money and work less. I mean, who would want to? And regardless of, oh, but they should love it. It's, it's, a, it's wrestling. And if you don't love it, get out. Listen, it's wrestling. I think you have to love it to be able to do it. But that doesn't mean that you don't want to do other things. That doesn't mean that you want to take some time for yourself or your family. And that doesn't mean you shouldn't maximize your worth and working less and making more <laughs> just tells you how valuable you are as a star, as a employee, as a independent contractor, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Roman's doing it, man, and good for him. Now, I don't know the details. I've heard that he's been pulled from hell in a cell. The poster that had Roman front and center for hell in a cell now has Cody front and center. So if, you, if you're wondering, wondering how this... Uh, Cody leaving AEW and returning to WWE is going. I mean, clearly, they see him as a big deal. Clearly. If we're going to just put him on, you know, put him where Roman was on the poster. We all know Roman's the biggest deal there, right? So, that's a good sign. In case you're wondering what I was getting at, that's a good sign. But yeah, I mean, Roman doing what he's got to do. He's still going to be at... They said he is not there. There's word that he's not going to be as active through the summer uh, after after some days in June through like July. And then he's they released a poster for the UK show uh, and he's front and center in that. So obviously he'll be back for that in September. Look, man, if he's going to be off of house shows, not be it all the pay-per-views throughout the summer and not be at all the TV shows, but still be at some of them. It's, it, you know, I get it. I And I also understand, like, yeah, it sucks that he has both titles, both main titles, and that this is going on now. But again, we have a U.S. championship. We have an Intercontinental championship. People bitch and moan about specifically the IC title not getting the spotlight, the the outlook that it should have, the the... the the prey, like it sh it's not held as high as it should be. Well, here you go, man. If Roman's not going to be there on a super consistent basis for the next month or two, let's highlight Ricochet, highlight the IC title. Let's do something with it. Um, they're going to have to, and I think they will. But again, we've got Cody. He's a big deal. I would say at this point, about second behind Roman. And Roman's been working a long time to get here, and Cody... Went away and worked a long time to come back and get this kind of recognition. And I think both those facts are freaking awesome. And one of the reasons why sports entertainment for wrestling, whatever you call it, is so interesting. Such a unique thing to see things like this happen. It's happened for Drew McIntyre, too, who we're saying, I'm saying, it's going to be involved with Roman, with the titles. It's crazy how this kind of stuff plays out. NXT this week had... Again, multiple women's segments. I don't have to count this time, but multiple women's matches, multiple women's segments are really, really, really showing what a women's division can look like. And look, man, like not every female on that roster or any roster is top tier, amazing talent. And NXT, a lot of them are still learning, still trying to find their footing. So is all of it like spectacular? 
No, but a lot of it's good. Some of it's great. And what is sometimes sloppy isn't as sloppy as I've seen. So let's uh, take this uh, little breath of fresh air for the women in WWE, specifically for NXT 2.0, and let's enjoy it. Let's enjoy it. I mean, it's wrestling anyway. If you don't like it, just turn it off. Don't give people shit for liking what they like either. We say this all the time. It happens, and it shouldn't. Like, I don't like country music, but I don't give people shit for listening to it. And then sometimes I even find myself singing a song, even though I don't like country music. So you see what I mean? Like, sometimes you just gotta let things be. I'm gonna go for now. Mike's gonna check in with you guys after a short, short break. I'm just gonna let you know, because he probably won't tell you, and I'm the nicer one of the two, we all know this. He planned on talking about Doctor Strange. I don't know if he did. So if you have not seen Doctor Strange 2 in a Multiverse of Madness, um, like me, it's going to be fun for me to edit this, uh, skip Mike's part. I can't tell you how much or or when, so just listen with caution if you don't want to skip. Uh, I never tell you not to listen to the show. It, it, it most listen past the ad, but, you know, it'll probably wrap up with that. I'm just guessing. He might not. So don't get mad at me if he opens with it and spoils everything in the first 30 seconds for you. I'm sorry. I, I warned you. Take your chance. It's one of the things he had on topic. Check the description of the podcast. I'll let you know. Maybe. We'll see. Guys, I say it every week. It's a real. It's been fun. I will catch you next time. And now, my guess. Breaking hearts and breaking kayfabe, it's the Mikes on Mike and the Drive-By Wrestling Podcast. Hey, it's your other host, the ever-impressive and ever-handsome Mike S. I feel like I'm going to choke right now. Just took a bite of a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, it was delicious. Just got done mowing the grass. Doing a little recording for you guys, but I wanted a little bite of something. This is what it is. Fuck off. Um, so as I'm sure you know by this point, or not, I don't know which order that we're being put in here. Uh, he'll probably go first. We cannot record together this week because, uh, work schedules don't line up. So we're doing a little solo, dolo. YOLO action. I've maybe like the fourth time ever in my life I've said YOLO. Uh, I was never a fan of that phrasing or terminology. Just didn't like it. Uh, so, what are we going to talk about this week? It was kind of a slow week in wrestling. I'm sure Mike's talking about some kind of WWE shit. Roman is only part-time. Blah, 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 I don't give no fucks about Roman. No fucks about Roman or whatever's going on there. I don't care. Cool for him if he's only working part-time. Right on, man. Make that money and do whatever. I don't know. I don't care. How about that? It's not even that I don't care about what's going on with Roman. I'm interested in whatever he's doing storyline-wise. I like Roman Reigns, but, like, I don't care. I'm not, like, a give a fuck about backstage stuff too much guy 
that's a that's a terminology. That's a a give a fuck about backstage stuff type of guy. That's me. Uh, so what's going on in wrestling this week? Um, oh, Sonny got arrested again for vehicular manslaughter. How about because then I'm everybody's innocent until proven guilty. But can we all agree that if she gets proven guilty, they need to just lock her up and throw away the key? I mean, she's a fucking public menace. Hear that foil? That's from my fucking peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Fucks. I can't eat it because I'm talking to you. Uh, anyway, if she's found guilty, lock her up and throw away the fucking key. Like, for real. She's public menace. She's public menace number, well, not number one, but certainly she's I don't know. Top 100? She's a nuisance, man. She's a liability to have around people like you and I. Law-abiding citizens, for the most part, I say, as I. Packable. Um, so. Sonny, lock her up, throw away the key. Sonny, and it pains me to say that, because, like, Sonny, for me, was, like, you know, when you're a kid, and you, like, go through that, like, like, oh, she's pretty, oh, she's pretty, 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 and then you, like, some, at some point, you see someone, and you're, like, yo, I want to fuck that chick. She was the first chick ever like that to me. It was wild. Uh, first chick I ever drinked, ever, ever drinked to. Um, most people will call that too much information, but like, that's what I do on this show. That's why you guys listen to this for bullshit like that. Uh, AEW Dynamite was decent this week. I like what they're doing with Wardlow. He out there just beating up groups of people like he's Sting in 1997. Shit's fucking sexual. Um, MJF continues to tease going to WWF. Or E one day, not or. E is the only option. I enjoy this little ongoing thing that they do with this. Uh, is he serious? Man, I don't know. I, again, not. A, I, I don't give a fuck about backstage. I just want to watch wrestling like it's a show, man. I just want to watch wrestling like I watch any other TV show. You know what I mean? Like, I just want to watch it like I watch any other TV show. That would be super fucking great for me if I could do that. But I can't. Can't ever do that. So, from here on out, I'm going to talk about Doctor Strange. And this is going to be spoiler heavy. So, this is your final warning. Spoiler heavy. Doctor Strange review. In three, two, one. Okay, so did I like Doctor Strange? Yeah, I thought Doctor Strange was a banging movie. Um, but I was just like shocked by some of it. Okay, uh, one, the reveal that Wanda was the villain, like immediately, right away, like 
10, 15 minutes in, I found that to be fucking stunning. I was like, holy shit, we just fucking doing this right now. Okay. Um, I thought that was interesting. I liked that. Um, I enjoyed, I mean, let's talk about these fucking cameos, right? The Illuminati. Let's get it. Fucking John Krasinski is Reed. We had Patrick Stewart's fucking, uh, Professor X. We had Peggy Captain Carter on there, which we all kind of knew that one was happening and Professor X. We had Captain Marvel, but no, the Captain Marvel we know, like a different Captain Marvel. And, uh, they had Anson Mount playing Black Bolt again from the Inhuman show, but like this time done justice. And I thought that shit was all really cool. Seeing the alternate universe was really cool, but like, at the end of the day, all that shit was just like window dressing. It was just fluff. It was pyro and ballyhoo, if you will. Because uh, none of it meant anything. It doesn't mean that John Krasinski and Reed Richards are in the MCU. They're not, because they get, all these people get fucking killed. Every single one of these motherfuckers just gets, just gets murked by the Scarlet Witch. So. Reed's dead. Professor X is dead. Black Bolt's dead. Black Bolt dies in like the best fucking way ever. Um, I was in the theater like, holy shit, that's fucking rad. Um, that was all window dressing to the story, like, I don't know, conclusion of Wanda's emotional journey that she's been on since Vision passed away. So, all that stuff that we were excited for ended up being kind of meaningless at the end of the day. Kind of. However, they did talk incursions and shit, so that's going to get into Jonathan Hickman's Avengers and New Avengers, which you should read. It really looks like they're pointing toward a Secret Wars type of battle world, like, conflict, maybe. Um, and another thing I loved was the Sam Raimi of it all. Like, this was very much a Sam Raimi movie. Last half hour is basically a zombie Doctor Strange that is using demons as a weapon to fight the Scarlet Witch. And it's fucking sweet. Uh, and just all the Raimi accoutrements, if you will, uh, the, the car, Bruce Campbell, so I did enjoy, like, the emotional gravitas of it all in regards to Wanda, however, the emotional gravitas for Strange was a bit lacking, like, they tried to put it front and center, but I just... I didn't feel like his emotional journey really landed for me. Um, the rainy of it all, I just want to touch on one more time just to say like how outstandingly fun I thought that that was and this movie was. Um, things I didn't like, uh, Here's the thing. Um, the MCU is not the 616 universe. That's the Marvel Comics universe. 
And they're clearly not the same universe. Clearly not the same universe. So I don't like that they're calling that the 616. I'm not a fan of that at all. Hmm. Other things I wasn't a fan of. Um, just acting like Baron Mordo. Just like, he had like a whole story they set up. Then the first Doctor Strange, and... No. No. We just kind of... Touch on it briefly. But don't really get into it. At all. Um... And then, the main thing I didn't like is, and it's kind of been my problem with some of these movies in this phase four that we're in and things, is so, in Loki, we introduce Kang, the villain of the multiverse. We got a whole ass Peter Parker movie where he fractures the multiverse. No Kang. I get you, it's fine. We have a whole movie titled Multiverse of Madness. No Kang. Not a fucking Kang in sight. Not a fucking Kang in sight. And also, for a thing called Multiverse of Madness, I thought we'd just, like, be seeing multiverse after multiverse after multiverse after multiverse after multiverse after multiverse after multiverse. And it wasn't like that, man. Like, we spent some time in 838. That was dope. We flashed through a bunch of them, which was cool. But, like, you know, it wasn't meh, you know? It was kind of meh on that end. But overall, love the fucking movie. Loved it. Um, that's all I've got for this week, guys. I just really want to eat this fucking peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Oh, it's so fucking delicious. Oh, my God. Anyway, you guys are beautiful. We love you. Have a great week. New episodes of Drive-By are available every Saturday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and everywhere podcasts are found. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash drivebypod. And follow us on Twitter at drivebypod. This has been a presentation of the Nearfall Network. Until next time, bye.